Today we're going to talk about fear in Soul Old 2. H.P. Lovecraft once said, The oldest and strongest emotion of mankind is fear, and the oldest and strongest kind of fear is the fear of the unknown. Welcome to So Old 2. This is Lou Perez, and this is the podcast that's putting the oxygen back into the Christian life one soul at a time. So glad to be with you. And we are in the middle of a series, and it's uh, January, and uh, it's uh, if, depending on where you live, where we are, it's cold, and it's after Christmas, and people are kind of, you know, paying for their credit cards, and some people are down, some people are wondering, oh, there's nothing to look forward to. And so I like to talk about these issues this time of year because of so many emotional things people go through. And uh, let me just start by saying this. We've been in a four-part series called The Four Goliaths. And uh, in this series, we have talked about depression, burnout, anxiety, and today, fear. And uh, there's a, a scripture, the story of Saul and Israel when they went to face this giant called Goliath. It is said that when they saw Goliath, that they were dismayed and greatly afraid, and they all ran to their tents. And so no matter how close you are with God or not, you will at some time in your life experience fear. And the very sight of Goliath struck fear in the hearts of Israel and their king, Saul. They fell back like rag limp, like rag you know, limp ragdolls uh, in, in the face of fear. But what is fear today? Fear has been defined as a feeling of agitation and anxiety caused by the presence of danger. And the difference between fear and anxiety, which we spoke of last time, is that anxiety is often a response to an unknown threat. In other words, you feel like you're being followed, and you, though you are not, um, but fear is an emotional response to an unknown or definite threat. In other words, it's real or it tends to be real, and you you can perceive it with your five senses. You can see it, hear it, uh, taste it, smell it, um, or feel it. And so the danger tends to be real. And there are different types of fear, even though there are so many that we can't mention them all, but there's fear of the future. That's a big one, and it's kind of like uh, anxiety. And I think we had quoted before the the famous quote by Alfred Hitchcock, that there is no terror in a bang, only in the anticipation of it. That is such a good definition of anxiety and fear. And uh, some people fear people. Um, there's a scripture that says the fear of, of, of other people is a trap. Some people fear life or they fear death. It is said that Stalin had eight rooms he slept in that were like bank vaults, that no one uh, could break into them, and, and no one ever knew where he slept because he was afraid, afraid of being assassinated. There is fear of failure. There is fear of, of not making it in life or, or failing in our careers. There is fear of loss. And C.S. Lewis once said, no one ever told me that grief felt so like fear. C.S. Lewis wrote so much about fear and about the loss of, of his wife in The Problem of Pain. So he's got some wonderful quotes in his books. But uh, there's also fear of confronting an issue or fear of confronting a person. There's fear of never having enough, never being enough. There's fear of the unknown, as we started out with with that quote. And there are so many kinds of fear. 
Benjamin Disraeli said, fear makes us feel our humanity. In other words, fear isn't necessarily a bad thing in itself. It's good to be afraid of, of the edge of a cliff or of a hot stove uh, or of something that can kill you or hurt you. Uh, fear can be a natural defense against getting hurt. But fear, the kind of fear we're talking about, is the kind that can be dangerous when it keeps us from moving forward with our life. That's the kind of fear I'm talking about today. And maybe we've all experienced that where we felt like a, like a scared little rabbit to move forward with our lives or to do something that we know we needed to do. And back to the story of Israel and Goliath, fear kept Israel from engaging and confronting this giant who had intimidated a whole nation. And think about it, just one man, even though he was a giant, intimidates a whole nation, and they would not fight him. And uh, Edmund Burke once said that no passion so effectively robs the mind of all its powers of acting and reasoning as fear. In other words, have you ever noticed that when you're really afraid, it sucks the life out of you? You can't think straight. You, you can't think logically. You don't feel strong. You don't feel confident because that fear has incapacitated you. So fear is not only dangerous, but it can be infectious. Fear can spread when it's a bad kind of fear, when people begin talking to each other and the story begins growing and getting worse and until it becomes uh, mythical proportions. And it's not even true. Somebody put it this way, there is no passion so contagious as that of fear. This is when fear is bad, when it spreads like wildfire. And if you ever read the story in the Bible of Israel, journeying to the Promised Land, they all went through these times where they were all afraid, and they all murmured, and, and they started telling stories to each other. And the more stories we tell, the worse they, can, they tend to get, because fear magnifies our stories. And even if it's something that's not true or something that is a small threat, fear can, can embellish it to the point where it becomes a giant like Goliath. That's when fear is bad. In fact, the Bible makes a clear connection between the fear of death and all other fears. In the book of Hebrews, it says, Since therefore the children share in the same flesh and blood that Jesus shared, it says, He came to deliver all those who through fear of death were subject to lifelong slavery. There's something in all of us that fears death naturally. No one wants to die. No one wants to talk about death. It's, it's very rare. Uh, only the, the, the people who are very spiritual, so to speak, and thoughtful uh, and, and have attained a certain kind of spiritual strength or not fear of death, usually. Uh, or people who have gone through traumatic things that no longer fear death and have great experience. But did you know that it's possible that all fear stems from the fear of death? Henry Nouwen put it this way. Henry Nouwen said, So many of our doubts, hesitations, and inner conflicts and insecurities are bound up in a deep-seated fear of death. In other words, there's something about when, when humanity became broken because of sin, because when Adam and Eve failed, 
And then we became a broken race. That fear settled in, this fear of ending. Because think about it, before Adam and Eve sinned, they didn't have a fear of death. They were in perfect peace and harmony with God. But once they sinned, once they fell, the fear of death came. And this also explains, or can explain possibly, why why it hurts so much to grieve. Again, as, as C.S. Lewis put it, that grief can feel a lot like fear. It's that weightiness, that coldness in the heart that feels like a cold iron stabbing the deepest part of you. But before Adam and Eve ever fell into sin, there was no fear of death. And that's why the Apostle Paul said, just as sin came into the world through one man and death through sin, so death spread to all men because all sinned. And the death here is is spiritual death he's talking about. So the fear of death is more than my, my life physically ceasing. It's of being dead spiritually, of having no real meaning in my life. How many people walk around like zombies? They are spiritually dead. They don't know God. They have no relationship with God. And they try to fill their lives with all these things that never, never will fill their lives. And this is why I think many people have, have this fear that is unspoken. They can't explain it. Well, the encouraging part is this, that in the Scriptures, Jesus conquered death so that we would not have to be motivated by the fear of death or fear in its, all of its forms. And uh, that's why conquering the fear of death, in a sense, is the door of, to freedom from all other fears. Have you noticed that when you meet a person who is not afraid to die, when you're not afraid to die, there's little else that can strike fear in your heart. When we're not afraid to die, then, then Satan can no longer blackmail us because there's nothing for him to bargain with. He can't hold death over our heads anymore because we're free from it. And there's something to be said about the martyrs who died for Christ and Christianity, that they didn't fear death, they didn't feel ceasing their life because they had God. That, that's the key, that only God can help us do this. And so the only solution to fear is, number one, face it. Facing any fear gives you momentum against it. It keeps it keeps you in a place where you can't be bribed by that fear or threatened or controlled by it. But it also gives you a new freedom that you didn't have before when you face it. But how do you face the fear? Notice God's fear, not commands. There's so many scriptures where he says, fear not, that I can't read them all, but I'll read a couple for you. Fear not, for I am with you, says Isaiah 41.10. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. Joshua 1.9. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Psalm 34.4. I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. These are such encouraging scriptures when you're afraid. When you read the scriptures, they reformat the way you think. And 2 Timothy 1.7, For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. And there's too many for me to read. But here's the point. Every scripture about fear, 
God is in the middle of it saying, I'm going to be with you if you trust me, that I'm going to protect you if you look to me, that if you if you let me handle it, I'll take care of it. Every single scripture about fear, about where God says, don't fear, is because he's there. That's why we have to get that relationship with God first before we can understand how to deal with fear. But also, and that brings us to the next one, seek a relationship with God. 1 John 4.18 encapsulates this whole idea where it says, perfect love casts out fear. And that sounds like this, this heavenly verse that's so hard to comprehend, but it's very, very simple. Have you ever noticed a sleeping baby in a crib with their mother looking over it? How beautiful a sight uh, that sight is. It's, it's comforting. It's, it's so homey. It's so campy. It's beautiful. And this is what that verse really means, that when you are in loving relationship with God, where you serve Him and He's your God and you're His child, then that perfect love will cast out all fear because that child knows that their parent is going to take care of it so they can sleep like a baby. And that's why the more close we draw to God, the less fear we're going to battle because God will take up our cause. He will protect us. He will bring us justice. He will, he will be over us like a canopy. Jesus was so rooted in the Father's love that death had no impact on him. It's interesting that when he, when he wrestled with himself in the garden, I, I don't believe that he was afraid of death there that he was afraid of dying. I believe he was just, he was battling with the whole price of this, of what it's costing him, everything. Uh, the whole weight of the world was on him. Think about it. And so ask yourself this question today as, as we bring this in for a landing. Are you grounded in the reality that God loves you? There is no fear in love, I'll read it again, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment the one who fears is not made perfect in love. When we're walking in fear, it means that we're lacking in relationship with God, in love relationship with God. Now, this doesn't mean that you'll never be afraid, that you'll never struggle with fear or anxiety. But it means that if you really trust God, you don't have to be motivated by fear. Fear doesn't have to intimidate you every day or stop you from living. But in fact, His perfect love will cover you like a canopy. So which story will you believe? Will you believe the fear that's always bound you? Or will you believe what God says? Thanks so much for spending time with us today. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and recommend it to a friend.